Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Joining us now is the editor of Dogman 24-7, dogman.com, covers the Washington Huskies, does a great job at it as the Huskies gear up for a national championship appearance against the Michigan Wolverines. Chris Fetters joins us now. Uh, Chris, how's it going, man? Good. I'm a little distracted. I'm, I'm trying to track down all these Mariners trades so, <laughs> that are going on. So the baseball fan in me is kind of wondering why we traded for a guy that mashes and strikes out in equal measure from Tampa Bay. But he already sounds like a Mariner to me, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, and Mitch Hanniger coming on back, boomeranging on back around, huh? Yeah, exactly. Who, who doesn't love a Mitch Hanniger moment? So I'm, I'm, I'm actually thrilled about it. I think my head says, I don't know what they're doing, but my heart's like, yeah, but let's bring back Mitch, man. I love him. Now's the time to do it. January's the time to rationalize and get excited about these things. But you got a ton to get excited about because Washington taking on Michigan in the national championship game Monday uh, down in Houston. You know, this journey has been incredible for the Washington Huskies. I mean, you look at everybody coming back and the kind of the rallying cry was, hey, Let's make one more run at it. Let's make one more run. Everybody comes back. It's something very rare that you see in college football or in college sports period is that everybody comes back for one final stand. In the way that Washington's been able to do it, five straight games with one score uh, deciding the outcome of the game, and they just find a way to win. Uh, I guess where in the world are you guys at? Like, are, are the cardiologists in the Seattle area d- d- on standby? Are they just raking in the dough because the cardiac kids just find a way to do it every week? Oh yeah, no, the, the guys prescribing the high blood pressure medication are doing bang up job. There, <laughs> there, there's no question about that. I think you laid it all out though. You know, it's it is rare when everyone decides to to come back collectively for another season. And it's even rarer when everything kind of seems to pan out exactly like you hoped it would. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what they, these guys have prepared for. Um, you talk, We talked to four guys uh, yesterday because literally I think the, the Huskies are about to leave uh, Husky Stadium in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, hopefully they'll get a really, really nice send-off from the, from the local fans. But it, it's just one of those things where everything has just kind of 
it's been a confluence of events. And like you said, for them to win as many games as they have in a row, 21 game winning streak, by the way, in, in, you know, tops in the country, but to do it, especially these last two months in the manner that they have is, is not only uncanny, but it's historic. I mean, you just, no one has ever seen anything quite like this. And, and obviously Monday, we're going to see if this, if this, uh, train has enough uh, coal in the in the engine to, to kind of do it one more time you know one of the hardest things to do to, to, to galvanize this group is you know to do it with a guy who's only been on campus for a couple of years in Kalen DeBoer what is it about him that has gotten these guys to kind of galvanize together so quickly and, and so well? Because when you go to the portal and you bring guys in, it, I mean, we've seen it. It rocks the boat in a lot of different areas. How has he been able to do that? And what kind of what is it about Kalen DeBoer that got guys to rally in this way? Well, it's funny you mentioned DeBoer because the way you set that up, I thought you were going to go Michael Penix's direction. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but that's the point, right? I mean, that's the whole point. The whole point is what DeBoer has been able to do is that he is so about culture first and foremost. And because of his previous relationship with a guy like Michael Penix back at Indiana, he just knew that not only would Michael be a great fit on the field in terms of the scheme and the style of play that they wanted and how he could throw the ball down the field. He knew he had what it took if he could play an entire season healthy, which was the only X factor, but he also knew off the field, this guy was going to be a a leader. He was going to be a great guy in the community. He's done great stuff with his NIL. He's really donated to a lot of great causes in the area and so I think that's what, what DeBoer has done. And then even though I think he would – I don't think he would bristle so much at the CEO label, I think he does understand that when it comes to the organizational piece and just bringing all the right people together to make this thing work, he's as good at it as I've seen. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, you know, I've covered six different coaches at Washington. And it's just one of those things where if you've got the right people around you and you just let them do their jobs – and it's, it's kind of like what the coaches want of their players. Yeah. They just want their players to do what their, what their assignment is. Just be assignment sound. Don't do more than what you're being asked to do and trust in the guy next to you that he's going to do his job. And that's, that's, what, and that's what he's done with his coaching staff. And it's, it's, it's been trickled down. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's a trickle down economics version of coaching, but that's what it's been. It's, it starts with the bore and it works all the way down through the coaches to the players. You know, th- there's something about this, this team and with Michael Penix Jr. in Roma Dunze. I, I say this all the time that the most impressive part about Penix in Dunze is everybody in the damn stadium knows where the ball's going. And nobody can still stop it when it comes to crunch time and at the end of the game. We've seen now some of these mock drafts this week finally pushing Michael Penix Jr. up into that first round. What are We know what the, what the knocks are, the injury history, or that he's 24 years old. But what makes my, Penix so special um, as you've covered him day to day and you've seen kind of his growth over the last two seasons? Well, I think, first of all, you mentioned Roma Dunze. You know, if you also look at Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan, Giles Jackson, Jeremy Bernard, um, all the guys that he surrounded himself with, Jack Westover, Devin Culp at tight end, uh, Dylan Johnson at running back, he's surrounded by great talent, and he's not afraid to be the distributor. He understands that he's only as good as the guys that are around him. 
And then also the offensive line, who just won the Joe Moore Award, which essentially is their Heisman Trophy, as being the best offensive line in the country. None of this would be possible without those guys. Mm-hmm. And he fully acknowledges that every single time. It, he, every single time is brought up on how good he's doing. He's like, hey, I'm no good unless these guys are doing their jobs. So it's all the guys around him. But he's also become the vocal leader that he, ne- he wasn't necessarily when he first got to Washington. And that is one of the critical pieces that DeBoer has said has kind of defined Penix's rise kind of up the charts in terms of what he has needed to do to take his game to the next level. And it's been that vocal leadership piece. When he talks, when Penix talks, it's like E.F. Hutton back in the day. When he talks, people listen. And everybody is listening to Michael Penix right now. Because when you have as much success as he has, and when he is literally talking the walk, you, you gain so much respect in the locker room for that. And he hasn't made it bigger than himself. And the other thing, too, guys, there has been this piece of just being the underdog, being um, kind of downtrodden a little bit, kicked in that kick. You know, it's like the Johnny Atlas stuff when the sand gets kicked in your face and you go from the 90 pound weakling to the, to the, you know, the buff dude that can handle himself. I think it's, it's this team rallying around Michael Penix because he didn't get the Heisman trophy. Mm. And when he has a moment like he had in the sugar bowl, when he goes for four thirty two touch <laughs> and everyone sees nationally what this guy is capable of doing. And all you hear from the talking heads and the pundits and everything else from ESPN on down, they're all like, Hmm, I wonder if maybe we made a mistake in giving Jaden Daniels the Heisman. And that's, that's, that, and that's, that sucks for Jaden Daniels because he absolutely deserves the Heisman. But when you hear that kind of talk, I think it just fuels the fire for the guys around Penix. And they're rallying for him. They're going to go to war for this guy. And that's just kind of the stuff that, that he engenders because of the way he plays and who he is as a person. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As this ma- you look at this matchup, I mean, you look at Washington's offense, and whether it's quarterback, receiver, or the offensive line that was a Joe Moore Award winner, uh, offensively, you, it checks all the boxes when you go position group by position group. The only one you get Michigan is Blake Corman in that running back room, which is really special at Michigan. On the defensive side of the ball, though, what do you look at as the key to this game for for Washington? They've played physical brains of football against whether it's Oregon or Utah or Oregon State who try to, you know, manhandle you up front. And they've come out on top of, of all three of those opponents and for Oregon twice. But what do you think is the factor on defense for the national championship game as uh, you, you start matching up 
UW's defense against the Michigan offense? Well, without going into real specific matchups in terms of you know running backs, linebackers, yeah. or receivers, DBs, that kind of thing, I will say two things. First of all, I think this defense has really grown together and gotten better as the season has gone on because they have found the moments that matter in order to make the biggest plays that define these games, like Elijah Jackson make, making the play to bat down the pass on the very last play of the Sugar Bowl, for instance. Mish Powell having the, the pick six where basically he goes the distance against Arizona State to pull that win out of the fire. Um, there have been those kind of moments, and it hasn't just been the offense that has dictated how this team has done. The defense has really risen up and have made plays, and they, they held Oregon State to 20 points. They held Washington State to 21 points. They have been able to find ways to make it happen. And the other thing is it goes back to what I was saying about the guys rallying around Penix because they feel he's been disrespected. I think there's a lot of guys on this team that feel their defense has been disrespected, and the chip on the shoulder continues to build and build and build. And when you see guys like Braylon Trice and the, and the kind of the, the, the moments that he had in the Sugar Bowl with a couple sacks and really causing havoc on Quinn Ewers, uh, I go back to a great tweet I saw earlier this morning from David Pollack, one of the ESPN analysts that played at Georgia. And he said, basically, you know, you, you can argue and debate forever what you think are the key players are if you were going to build kind of your team that you would want. He goes, but I would start with quarterback, receiver, edge, and tackle. Mm. And he goes, so if you have the right tackles, the right edge guys, so basically edge guys are your quarterback. And he goes, right now, where are the best players at Washington? <laughs> <Edge>. Quarterback, <laughs> tackle, yeah. edge, and receiver. He goes, you've got legitimately four first-round draft picks that could be in all four of those positions. So bottom line is when you look at that edge play with Braylon Trice, you got ZTF on the other side, he's going to cause problems. They really need to go ahead because we've seen it all year long, guys. They have gone heavy in the middle where they'll go MJ Ale, they'll go Tuli Latui Gasanoa, they'll go Fatui Tuitele. They'll bring a little lot of bodies. So if, if, if Michigan wants to mash and they want to go body on body, mano a mano on that offensive line and try to, to bury Washington at the line of scrimmage, Washington will be up for that challenge. Will, be, will they be able to stop them? No, they won't be able to stop them. But can they contain them enough? to force J.J. McCarthy to have to win the game and can Washington jump out to a lead. And so, so Michigan is now playing from behind, and maybe they're going to have to throw the ball more. So there's things that are involved here. But when it comes down to the defense, I think it's those two things. They've gotten better as the, as the, moments have go, as the season's gone on with big moments that have defined them in the last few games and the fact that I think they feel incredibly disrespected. You know, going to the Sugar Bowl, going to New Orleans, it's an expensive trip. What do you feel the presence of Washington fans are going to be like in Houston on Monday night? Because it's hard to go those back-to-back weeks with those with those trips and, and going so far. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And, and the same goes for Michigan, too, yeah, right, guys? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's the same thing. What I would say is is that the, I've, I've seen comments where people have – had maybe held up and, and maybe hoped that Washington could get to the national championship game so they could put all their money on going to Houston. So there's that. And then I think there's just a, a huge um, alumni following and a huge former players following that, like, members of that 91 team are going. Um, a lot of former recent former players are going. Even players from other sports 
we were, you know, Isaiah Thomas is going. I saw Danielle Laurie from the from the softball team that won the world uh, national championship back in 2009. She's going, and I'm sure. And she said she's got teammates that she's meeting up with in Houston. This is going to be a massive party. I think either way for Washington fans and and former athletes. I just think that it's because it's been 33 years since they've had an opportunity to do something like this in terms of getting to a game that could really define whether they win a national championship or not. But, but the reality is they've never really been here. I mean, even that 91 team, you know, it's not an undisputed national championship as much as they would like to have it. And I think if they played Miami, they'd kill them. But, that's, but we'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. But this game is for all of it. And, there will, and it will be undisputed. If Michigan wins, they're undisputed. If Washington wins, they're undisputed. It will be, it, all questions will be answered uh, uh, Monday night, and that's the way it should be. So I think for this moment, Washington's going to, they're going to have all the stars aligned and they're going to have as many fans in the seats as they can because they've sold out their allotment. I think it was around 20,000. And so they should have a, they should have a huge following. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Fetters. He is the editor of dogmen.com, dogmen247. Uh, always appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Come Monday night, there's no sharing anything. It's going to go either back to Seattle or up to Ann Arbor for the national title. Thanks a lot, Chris. Okay, have a great day, guys. There he is, Chris Fetters, dogmen.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.